retail. It's the industry that never pays you what you are worth, but yet pays you just enough to keep you trapped in a thankless job. It's not a career, it's more like a soul trap. Each and every day, retail employees suffer abuse from higher level management and the customers they are employed to serve. The stories are many and disheartening, yet the voices of employees are often silenced through bullying and fear. That's where we come in. Our mission is to give you, the associate, a platform to speak your voice. Don't look at us as just a live stream where two guys talk about how terrible the retail business is, even though it is that terrible. Instead, look at it like a podium, a place where you can stand and anonymously tell your story. It's a place where you can talk about the daily abuses you suffer on the job, whether that comes from terrible managers or terrible customers. It's a place where you can talk about the toll it has taken on your mental health and the lack of care shown to you during the pandemic. It's also a place where if you need to just get something off your chest, you can do that here too. We're not like the other YouTubers that just read your stories and give our takes and hope we go viral. What we are is a dedicated and passionate group of current and former retail employees that understand the validation of being able to tell your story in your own words. This isn't just another YouTube channel. It's meant to be a community of like-minded people exposing the dark side of retail in hopes we can institute some positive change. This is the Retail War Zone, and we're here to help, and we're glad that you're here. Wow, I actually feel like I just watched a a professional movie. That's crazy. You're welcome. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, that that took that took a took a lot of time the other day. So it was it, it it yeah, it came out okay. I'm I'm pleased with it. So Oh yeah, no, that makes me extremely happy to see that. Also tonight, got ourselves a guest. Yes. We got Jeff Pesos joining the chat. Hello, Irish Connection. Mr. Pesos, so, say hello. Yeah. Hello. Nice. Happy to be here. Glad to have you. All right. Before we get started in all this, I've got something that I pulled off of Reddit that, um, no, Alex, this isn't what you wanted. This is something earlier that kind of ties in to <laughs> the um, discussion we had about minimum wage and, you know, the abuse that people take. And it kind of ties into a little bit of the trailer as well. And it's this statement right here. This is from Colonel Spuds on Reddit. I see a lot of comments of just get a better job or go back to school. What am I supposed to do when I'm literally not mentally capable of more than just retail? People seem to know what it's like in other people's shoes when they don't really have a clue what someone's position in life is. If I was to quit my retail job, the store would have to close earlier because we already have a skeleton crew and trying to find a better job when you have to walk everywhere because a car is too expensive really slows things down. If it wasn't for us retail workers, these fuckers that go in to get gas or a candy bar wouldn't be able to. Is it really that hard to treat retail workers with dignity and maybe give them a raise? Life isn't easy for everyone, and I think quite a lot of people don't understand that. Wow. Boom. That, that really hit home. I I actually feel that entirely because I want to go back to college, but it's just trying to be able to afford it. It's literally impossible, even with financial aid. Like, yep. The struggle is real. The, de- the deck and, is uh, stacked. That's what we're here for. The, de- the deck is stacked. And yeah, exactly. And, like, um, I actually created a meme and put it up on Reddit talking about, you know, hey, I got promoted because I worked my tail off. Yay, I can get insurance. Yay, I filled out my benefit packets. Oh, 
the first paycheck I got after insurance came out, I was making less than I was before I got promoted. That's a problem guys. There's something wrong there, <laughs> you know? So yeah, it, it, it is what it is. So Alex has wanted this for a long time and I've had this thumbnail made for ever. We've just had things come up. Um, just real quick, still working on the podcast ladies to be on. I'm still waiting on a confirmation on when that's going to be so I can actually promote it. Uh, also, as of today, the podcast is on iHeartRadio. Um, also, too, probably by the end of the week, it'll be on Pandora. Um, I had a manager for Dollar General reach out to me um, on Reddit that we'll be having on the show anonymously in the very near future. Once we can get those schedules, can't wait. For and that. then also there's a gentleman who released a book, um, talking about working in the grocery business during the pandemic. And he will be on with us as well in a few weeks. So lots of cool things going on. I still need more associate people to get involved, uh, because the comment was made to me that, you know, we're really kind of pivoting towards, employee advocacy and that really kind of was the goal to begin with so the more hourly people i can get to come on and talk about their problems and the things they go through the better off it'll be so having said that here's alex's topic the boy is absolutely just chugging g fuel <laughs> he's promised <laughs> he's promised to be unhinged and so we're going to see the topic for this evening alex is what is lazy co-workers and if you are a hard worker i mean i am not trying to be like the biggest narcissist ever by saying stuff like this but if you are that worker that comes into work you give your 100 percent, and you look over there and you feel like that the whole store or wherever you work will just fall apart without you being there this topic is for you um but yeah, uh, Mr. Jeff Pesos, would you like just a quick introduction? You just want to in, like introduce yourself, like real yeah, quick. Sure, I'm Jeff Pesos. <laughs> Best nickname ever. I know That's my God given name. <laughs> uh, I've been. I was in retail for like nine years. I haven't been in retail for a few years, but I did my did my time. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Failmart. <laughs> no, I, before uh, Failmart, I was at the, I was a blue shirt for a while at the big computer store. Ooh, and, uh, layoff uh, land. Oh, yeah. Wow, I actually never knew that. <laughs> no, no, that was actually my first job. Really? I was, yeah, I was there uh, for like a year and Why a half. Did you go from there to Failmart? That's what I was thinking. Like that, what? But, Failmart was years later. I went after I went to college for a couple of years out of state. Oh well, okay. You you furthered your education, so that makes sense. And then I was like a I was a cashier in a grocery store for a while. I was a waiter for a year. And just waiting tables is another job I think everybody should do for like a year at least. Just to put yourself in those people's shoes. If I you're was a, so sucking that job for a year or two, or be a waiter. I mean, but this they kind of go hand in hand. No, the, when I worked uh, with you guys, I was there. It was my last few years in retail. I, I had already been in like four or five years before that. You got smart. I, so, 
Mr. Pesos. Glad to have you on. Uh, Thanks for having been, me. Been a long time. Been a long time. Mr. Pesos is a pretty avid supporter, along with the folks in the chat. So we 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 enjoy that greatly. To the topic at hand. Now, I do understand that. What's up, Shadow Axe? Um, you know, and from being, you know, in management for so long, you know, management actually kind of fosters that a little bit. You know, you've got that good employee and both of you too. I mean, y'all, y'all suffered, you know, because of this, you know, as a manager, you have good employees and you put more on them. It's not fair. I mean, it's not right. Um, but good employees wind up getting more work put on them because you have so many bad employees. And unfortunately in the situation that you guys are talking about and whatnot, it's not just as easy as firing somebody cause they suck. Sometimes your hands are tied and you can't get rid of these people and it does suck and it builds, it builds resentment in stores because you've got guys like you and Jeff pesos that are doing other people's jobs. And you're like, well, and you're not getting any more money for it, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, I can see where, yeah, HR, especially today in the times that we live in right now, it's about damn near impossible to fire somebody. I mean, it really is. I already feel my blood boiling, Steve. So, so <laughs> what we're going to do here is we're going to let pesos and addicts kind of talk about their experiences with this. And I'm just going to sit back and let them roll. Oh yeah, no, I've got I've got questions though for you, Mister. Oh, you Steve. can ask me whatever you want, sir. My life's an open book. Oh, oh no, I'm gonna ask you like right now, like for the <laughs> Go first ahead. one, because because you say you know, like me and Mister. Jeff Pesos, we're having to work and do other people's job, correct? correct? And especially when you know that the lazy motherfucker is getting paid way more than you. I'm going through this at my current job right now. Oh my god. There is so many full-time people at where I'm at, Steve, that they just literally just do this. Just, we're not even supposed to have our phones out there, but they're doing this the whole time. Snapchatting girls. Hey, you know, like, oh, baby. And, and meanwhile, I'm <laughs> busting my fucking ass going up and down, up and down the dock over and over because I don't get a fucking forklift. I'm on a pallet jack. Oh, no, I'm pissed tonight. You see this, G Fuel? Oh, boy. <laughs> I am fucking pissed. I go up and down the fucking dock carrying fucking rugs that weigh over 150 pounds a piece. And I will look and a goddamn motherfucker is in my trailer helping me out. What are they doing? <laughs> They're doing nothing. They're just on their phone. And then they are the ones that say, oh, no, we could have done this so much faster. Hell yeah, we could have done this shit way faster, motherfucker. Get your, get off your, get off your fucking phone. I don't even know if I've dropped GD once or twice, but oh, oh boy, when I'm out there, it happens a lot. It oh a lot. my goodness! It literally gracious. takes our new people that we hire. It literally takes them fucking three weeks, Steve, to learn how to scan a barcode. And it tells you exactly what door it goes to, <laughs> and they and they just don't know. 
They just don't even know how to do that. But I just want to know why me, someone who shows up to work, why I never hardly call out except for a really good reason. Why is it that some motherfucker gets paid more than I do and I have to do their job? Answer me that, Steve, please. Do you want a professional answer or do you want the real answer? Give me both. The real answer is a lot. Start with professional. Oh, well, it's kind of the same. <laughs> lot, that was a trick question, wasn't it? Life's not fair. And and yeah. here's here's the thing. <laughs> Grandpa chips war medals off of rich Lord. All right. So, 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 okay. So let's unwrap this a little bit. All right. Now, in... In all fairness, as Iron Maiden said down here about not being able to fire people, that's true. I Let me give you an example of how hard it is to fire people. I had an individual. Then why not work on the death? Why not? Just because there's also this thing called out. stupid. Now, no, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that here in just a minute. We'll, 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 oh, yeah, we'll, no, we'll, there is a thing called we'll, stupid. We'll answer, we'll answer <laughs> your question, what you just said. Hold on. So, I had this individual at the home decor store that we hired i don't know why we did and um she worked in receiving (laughs) and she was mental i mean like let me give you an idea how mental this 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 woman was when she finally was let go me and five other males are working in this area cleaning up pallets and stuff And we see her walk toward us. And every one of us had our box cutter at the ready because we were scared to death of this girl because she was absolutely bonkers. We literally (laughs) were like, okay, we got to get ready for this shit because it may go down. But anyway, before that, so she went on this. She was cussing people out. She was using slurs. She was doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And we get her in the office, and I talk to her, and and she's just... uh, and finally, I have enough. And I'm like, you know what? Get out. You're done. Bye. I mean, and it was perfectly valid. She deserved to be fired right there on the spot. So afterwards, because of, you know, how she acted and we had to write statements and all this stuff, I called my boss. And I tell him what happens. And this is a firing offense. No, no way around it. And he tells me, you can't fire anybody. I'm like, excuse me? He's like, nope. Is she still there? I'm like, I think she's out in her car crying. And he was like, you need to go out there and talk to her and get her back in the building. You can't fire anybody. And I, I once again, I'm like, this is what happened. You can't fire anybody. So to answer your question about working people to death and stuff like that, remember, there's two sides to this. Number one you do have people that get these jobs and get paid well and are lazy and won't work. But they also know that if they get fired or try to get, or somebody tries to fire them, they can turn around and play that they were mistreated. It goes back to just how companies handle customer complaints now and how they let customers get away with murder. It's all about bad press. It's all about lawsuits. It's not about what's right. And it hasn't been for a very long time. And Alex, that's why you're stuck with those people. 
It's not right. Well, it's mean, not right. It sucks. It really does suck. But that's why you're stuck with those people. Like Iron Maiden said, until they're caught stealing something. Good luck yeah. stealing something where I right. work. You're done. And 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 policies, HR policies are just as, as flexible as return policies. There are so many people that have been written up and there's a paper trail that they violated so many employee policies that they should have been termed. The HR tells you, well, no, that's not enough. You got to give them another chance. Once again, it goes back to why having fucking policies, if you're not going to follow them and you, the good employee <laughs> suffers from it, but it's a catch 22. Nothing can be done. Jeff pesos. Would you, uh, would you still working with me when our layaway area, <laughs> when that newer employee come in and just completely just fucked it all up? I don't remember. What's the first letter of their name? Uh, D. Uh, that doesn't help me. No, I don't remember. It's been eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a Dude. lot of people, but I don't remember some specifics like that. I might have been gone. So why don't you two kind of spend a minute talking about carrying the weight of people at Felmart? Go right ahead. This ought to be good. Oh, Yeah. Most definitely. Oh, I can bring up my first example right now. <laughs> I have you know, Jeff Pesos, you never once, once fucked me over. So thank you. <laughs> but I don't, <laughs> I can't remember if I worked on the floor with you or not. Can't remember if I was still cashier addicts or if I was electronics addicts. I cannot remember to save my life. Well, I worked in Hardline, so. I don't think we really cross paths that well, much, but like you, like I you mean, said, Pesos, that I screwed you, over Pesos you got that, you got that really <laughs> cool job there at the end, the inventory manager thing. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, we did, we did, we did. Yeah, because I remember you'd. Bring I remember when you when you hurt your cart. foot too. You remember that Pesos when you're having your foot problem? It comes and goes. It's been coming and going for forever, like ten years Damn. or so. Actually, longer than that, but yeah, no. Remember how we talk about um remember how <laughs> we talk about this fallout or some shit while building a shelf? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like those were the days, dude. Like, just been to drag a whole planogram out for a whole day. Yes, sir. <laughs> we could just hang out. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I was there my last because Steve came during my last I don't know, five, six months Correct. there. But I brought I brought our Peruvian friend on with us. Nando? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess we can just say yeah, his name. Nando is trash. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Okay. That, that's that's, that's okay. his Twitch name. Nando is trash. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, dude, he was one of our best workers. I was going to say, what did I miss? Na I Nando, <laughs> Nando was a fantastic, fantastic employee. Uh, Nando, oh, you anything you needed. And, and another prime example. Dude. You know, we had employees that sucked that we couldn't get rid of and it was nando and it was alex and it oh, was you pesos Steve. and it was the big red colossus actually, and you know yeah i actually found in my memories one where nando had tagged me on facebook and he said me and alex we don't know what days off means <laughs> oh irish connection brings up a good point on this too so you know people the concept of a union on the surface is really good, you know, protecting employees. All right. 
and making sure they get fair treatment. But this is correct. Irish Connection says this is one of the occasions where unions are toxic. They help useless and lazy employees keep their job, and they do. And that is the flaw with unions. And unions won't come out and say, well, that's their flaw. But it is. That is their flaw. I mean, you know, when we talk about, you know, taking care of employees and whatnot, we're talking about the ones that really want to be there and the ones that care. Every retailer has a handful, if not more these days, of employees that don't want to work, and they're just terrible. And they're actually wanting to get fired. They're looking for a reason to sue the company or whatnot for mistreatment. So now these days, managers are walking around on eggshells everywhere. I mean, managers are intimidated by a minimum wage hourly associate. And that's just terrible because, trust me, 20 years ago, we sure as hell weren't. <laughs> 20 years ago, it was like, get the hell out. You suck. And, um, but yeah, with, uh, with unions, you know, it, it's, it is toxic because the animosity that will build is, you know, at a regular store level in a non-unionized business, you already have bitterness and animosity towards these people that don't work, but you have a glimpse of hope that maybe one day they're going to get fired. If you're unionized, you're stuck. They ain't going nowhere. I mean, then what's the point? <laughs> I feel like unions make more sense in a coal mine up, you know, or in the north where they have unions, like they actually do stuff. Because right. I was in a union here in Georgia and it didn't do anything. Oh. So unions up there where everybody's pulling their own weight. And it just keeps them from getting dicked around by big corporations. Yeah. That's when it's actually useful. Correct. Unions in retail is worthless. And, you know, and like I said, in some situations, it could work out to, to somebody's advantage. But until unions also have a set of bylines that state that, okay, we're going to make sure you get fair treatment as an employee, but you still have to adhere to these policies which they do not do unions and retail are, are, are about worthless. And let's face it. At the yeah. end of the day, unions are about unions making money. I mean, it's hey, a business. Jeff, hey, sis. What's up? Was you around for the days of, excuse me, sir. Are you old enough to work here? <laughs> yeah. Alex, you probably, if you, you shave your face, you're still going to get exactly. It. He probably still like, gets it now. Actually, I don't. Not anymore. He just got a haircut. He takes his hat off. He looks like he's 17. I mean, hey, that's okay now. But, oh, my God, the whole, that's literally The whole reason became, he's drinking this. Part of the reason I became friends with Jeff Pesos and the Big well, Red Colossus. The whole reason he's drinking this G Fuel is he's hoping that, you know, he'll grow <laughs> hair or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh. <laughs> he thinks, G, he thinks hey. G Fuel means growth uh, fuel. Hey, just know, Steve, when I'm your age, I'm going to look like I'm 27, all right? So, uh, you say right? that. You hit a wall eventually, sir. Look, but anywho, I'm going to bring up a prime example. Oh, hold on, hold on. We got, lazy hold on. We, got we got a question here. Guys, in your experiences, do your supervisors make excuses for these people not working or just not addressing the issues at all? Um, Kind of about to bring that up in my example. Um, I have had that happen. Yes, one of them. One of the excuses. Thank fucking God, this guy don't work with me anymore because I hated this motherfucker with a passion. 
because he was the biggest piece of shit on the face of the earth. Good Lord, but, Alex is just off the chain. <laughs> now, I I'm you, normally the I one with the foul Steve. mouth. Damn. No, 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 Steve. I told you. G Fuel removes the Oh, I, I, I just me. thought you were, you know, being big, brave dog talk. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm pissed. Because this wow. motherfucker would just come up to you and talk to you like Man, he's the best friend. Man, I wish our Alabama fucking... friend was watching this. He going to scold you after this is over. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not, right, not going to try to fight back against Con- that when that man's an android. But anywho. Continue. Uh, but this guy's excuse, and the excuse that was made for him, he has a bad bladder, so he's got to go sit on the toilet for 30 minutes. <laughs> Not even joking. This motherfucker would always be conveniently gone when the heavy shit come in, and he would always be on the shitter every single time. I sure hope you're watching this because you know who you are, and I and I remember, I remember. And then you would come up to me and be like, "Hey, I seen you posted on your Facebook about this thing. Get the fuck out of here." Anywho, the hero that's <laughs> that's kind of part of wow. my uh, that's kind of part of my answer to that because ooh that's that's so bad. The fuck the day, where are you at in chat backing me up? Come on. Uh, <laughs> you know you wanted to see the fiery version of that. Well, well here here's the thing too. Also, look, I'm going to I'm going to admit to something. It's not one of my prouder moments. But I had an employee at Jesus's craft store. Wasn't all that great, but he provided me much needed comic relief. So he got a, now there is, something he got a pass. Like he could sweep the floor. We actually, we actually have somebody like that at my job. Like <laughs> bless his art. Like trying to explain something to him is just awful. But he has just like a really nice smile and it's just like he can laugh and just say some just random shit to make you laugh. So, I mean, I can completely understand. Well, but, you know, no work done most days. True. Except (laughs) except walking around chatting up Snow Snow White. But anyway, um, (laughs) but but no, seriously, you know, in this day and time, I'm, I'm going to defend managers and supervisors for a little bit um they can't do anything man and and the bad part is there's no system set in place to identify these employees that you're putting more work on and getting them compensation for it you know it's Oh, what's what's Maiden got here? I fired a girl who just wouldn't show up to work and would give these BS excuses. Literally had other associates come to me with proof that she was lying. Getting her hair done, nails did. She gets fired. Her mommy called the DM and we had to reinstate her. Yep, that happens. And 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 this is why, honestly, this whole retail war zone thing exists. Is because if you're a manager that cares or if you're an associate that cares... This business does nothing to support you. You're surrounded by this kind of mess that we're talking about right now. Your hands are tied. You can't do anything about it. You could be a great store manager 
and know that you're putting more work on your good employees and it eats you up that you can't do anything about it. It eats you up that you can't give them anything more because the good guys get shit on in this business. Plain and simple. Exactly. Exactly. Following up on Hero's question, I, I don't think I've ever had any managers or supervisors straight up just make excuses for people. It's kind of, I've worked for smart people. I know the name, Alex. I, I don't I've, remember that person. Sorry. Sorry, Pesos. Continue. All right. I've, I've been fortunate enough, for the most part, to have pretty good managers um, that just, you know, they're just in it, it with you. Like they're just lost and they can't do anything. <laughs> they can't. Like Steve said, there's nothing you can do. After after we all worked together, I was a manager for several years, and I know how it goes. Like you just kind of have to feed down the corporate BS, and I hope nobody catches on. Because I used, to, I I became a manager of people that used to I used to be the same position as. That's hard. That's always so, hard. Yeah. So I had like 120 peers that all of a sudden became my employees. And then it was like a, it instantly turned into us versus them in their mind. Like, oh, you've betrayed us. And now you're telling us the same crap that everybody else has been telling us all these years. I'm like, that's the only story that we get. That's all you get. Right. And I mean, and like I said, there's, you know, when you talk about the business as a whole, it's almost like the business is set up to, defend and protect the worthless and run off the good and valuable. And because you, you hit a wall. I mean, you, you know, let's say you've got an Alex or a pesos or Nando is trash or whoever. And, and, and you're, 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 you're you know, and you're working them and you're working them and they do everything you ask them to do. And they're great. And you know that you're putting too much on them, you know, but they're the only person you got. You know, eventually that person's gonna be like, "Well, what are you gonna do for me?" And and you can't because your company will not support anybody. You know, they'd rather hire twelve more minimum wage people than dump good money into good devoted employees. And you know, the system is backwards. The system is built now and ran now to be in fear of the lesser talent because the lesser talent are going to be the louder mouths and cause the more problems. And it's so backwards that, you know, the fact that the retail industry hasn't figured this out yet, that, you know, your turnover rates are so high, not because, you know, necessarily the management sucks or things like that. The turnover rate so high is because the good people you do have are getting worked into the ground and you're not doing anything to support them. And they finally hit a wall and they spin out and they say, that's it. They throw their hands up in there and say, I'm done. Yeah. You know, yep. uh, defuck today says goes back to protecting the brand a hundred percent. That's what it is. It's it's all about protecting the brand. And like I said, 20 years ago, man, it wasn't that way. 25 years ago. I mean, you know, I've made this comment before about watching society devolve. Okay. 20, 25 years ago, 
people would have something in their cart that they decided they didn't want to buy, they would go all the way back to where they got it and put it there. And people were more respectful. No way. But what happened is once these people that were disrespectful figured out that these companies were terrified of them, it spread like a cancer. And then internally in these stores, when subpar employees figured out they could press the right buttons and be safe. And then if they get fired, they get unemployment or they can sue. It spread like a cancer within the industry as well. Oof. Irish connection. The retail jobs Oof. by design is designed to be temporary disposable employees. If you end up long-term, you are either burnt out and spiteful or you work the system and are lazy as fuck and don't care. You were correct, sir. You know, you're right. And, and that's where the, the Reddit comment at the very beginning of the episode that I posted, you know, people's like, well, fine. If you hate it, why don't you get another job? Guess what, folks? There's some people that can't. And retail's all they're going to be able to do. You know, and, and so like, like you said, Irish <laughs> Connection, it's designed to be temporary. But if you get stuck, you're really stuck. And the mental, exactly. the mental and physical toll it takes on people that are stuck with, you know, I think around the five, six year mark of being stuck is when it starts to dig its claws into you and starts tearing you down. You've got about a five year window that you can skate through without any kind of harm. But once you cross that threshold, it is all downhill from there. And, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. The companies aren't set up to take care of those people that cross that threshold. Like I said, they're only ever going to pay you enough to keep you. They're never going to pay you what you're worth. And they know that, you know, if they look at your body of work and resume and all you've done your entire life is retail, they can look at it and be like, well, we can pay them X amount because it's not like they're going to be able to get into a job in another field, making the same amount of money. So we got them. But yeah, but back to my example, back to my example. So imagine this, right? You know, you, you're, you got a closing shift and of course, thank God our shifts at the fail mark wasn't like full eight hour shifts every time. Like I had a lot of fives, a lot of sixes. Well, that was by design, but you come in, (laughs) but you come in, you know, that there's more people scheduled in the first shift part of the day. You come in and you get told, oh, I didn't have time to do any of this. And you look, three carts of strays, two carts Ooh. of stock, TVs that need to be spider wrapped. Alex, you are bringing up a really, really valid point here that I'm going to back you up 110% on. So you know, and also... Because if you're smart like me and Mr. Pesos and Mr. Scary here, you know that you probably thought about the schedule the day before. Mm-hmm. So you already looked at it. No, you're the you're the person who's going to have to do layaway, carryouts, strays, turns, night stocking, straightening, sales, sales and electronics, anything heavy. It's got to be lifted for a customer. God help me, furniture. Layaway. <laughs> Layaway sales. 
layaway returns. All that bullshit. Most things that happen with layaway returns, you have to call a fucking manager. Yep. Am I right, Correct. Steve? So that's my time just sitting there. And you mean to tell me that you didn't have time to put up a whole fucking cart of DVDs that you just left just sitting there you didn't even get started on? Correct. That y'all just taking this fucking just throwing a mishmash anyway? You know, you know, Alex, the point that you... Hold up, Steve. Oh, hold up. Hold you, up you got more? Up. Go. Go. I got go, more. Go. <laughs> and you mean to tell me that I'm having to go through these boxes as fast as I fucking can? Just throwing these headphones out, just like going up and down every aisle as fast as I can. And being asked by a customer, you have to hear, bing bong, customer needs help in layaway. Bing bong, 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 customer needs help in layaway. So you're having to sprint your ass back to layaway. <laughs> and a lot of times my key didn't work for the layaway door. So I had to jump the fucking counter. That's embarrassing enough. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little secret for you, Steve. That's um, no secret. I knew yeah, that. Yeah, my key didn't exactly work. We had work. cameras. <laughs> no, you didn't. That camera had wires all in it. Y'all couldn't see she. Really? <laughs> I'll take that bet. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't talk about the incident that happened in electronics, right? right? We, don't, we don't talk about keys on the table. That's one of my fuck ups. But anywho, but you mean to fucking tell me. <laughs> and then I get called back for mulch. A mulch order that someone needs 25, 25 bags, bags thrown in the back of their little, little like pinto size car. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm guilty of this. I'd throw them in there and one of the bags would bust open and I would just see water just <laughs> into the yep. back of their car. And you don't say and nothing. Don't, you don't say Hello, nothing. John you Omni. Just stand over it. Welcome. What's up? What's up, John Omni? Welcome to the chat. Sorry you're having to hear me go on a tangent. But anyhow, so you, uh, how many? How, the, how, hold up, be honest. How many bags of mulch did you purposely pop in the back of somebody's vehicle? <laughs> um, at least every customer. If I had to see, see, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, I would do this shit on purpose. I take my knife and something. I knew it, especially if they knew was it. like, especially if they was like horrible. And you mean to tell me that when you was in the store to open? <laughs> no one shops at Kmart at 8 in the morning because my boy Jeff Pesos here was the stuff to get the stuff out of the back and send it to electronics in the first place. He always had it there in the morning time. He was on top of shit. And you mean to tell me that you standing there in electronics, not Jeff Pesos, but the person working the electronics area couldn't even bother to get it done because I was doing the audit. And you couldn't even buy, like, if you can't climb the ladder, I understand that. I get it. I really do. Couldn't even bother the spider rat right. TV to begin all right. with. So, so hold up. Hold, Go ahead, yeah, hold up. Steve. All right. So Iron Maiden, you're 100% correct. And this is what I was going to say. One of the biggest problems is, let's face it, the employees that get shit on the most are stuck with night crews, right? You, they, they get stuck with the closing shift because they're the only ones that will do it, right? There's an inherent problem in retail where day shift lets the entire store fall apart. And by the time the night shift comes in at four or five o'clock, they're expected to clean up 12 hours worth of business. That's a problem. 
and, and, and managers, you know, and, and there's managers that would just walk out and not care. And, but that's totally unfair. You know, if a store is open for 12 hours and you've got a day shift that works six, and let's just say the night shift works six, clean up after yourself, you know, don't leave an entire day's worth of business for a night shift to clean up. And especially at that point, do not leave that and then come in the next day bitching because it didn't get done, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, the fuck today. I know. I mean, you know, when I took over the decor store, that was a problem. You know, the day shift came in and fiddle farted around and did whatever they wanted to do and worked on whatnot. And they walked out the door at five o'clock as the night shift come in. Hey, y'all have fun. We were busy today. Store looks like shit, blah, blah, blah. No. An hour before they leave, they need to go get their shit from the department. And they need to put it away. But what was happening at Felmart until it got under control was the exact same thing. The night crew was just stuck with it. And we finally got it to a point, uh, pesos and Alex, do you remember that when I closed what I did every single night and I had no help from anybody, mm -hmm. I front faced the entire hard lines department toys through hardware, through grocery. I didn't have to worry about electronics because I had Colossus and Alex there. Uh, well, and also I can remember you getting the cards yeah, and too. getting the cards and still being uh, done 15 minutes before close. And it wasn't, I didn't do it for like a pat on the back. I didn't do it. I did it because there was no one else to do it. And I did it because the people that I had, I needed them doing other things. Well, it's yeah, mainly because I'm sorry about that. I was extremely consistent about that. When our Bama friend went on vacation, one of the best visits we yeah. ever got from Moreno was while he was away because of that exact thing. <laughs> I thought you were talking about when you made us all line up at the front of the store and sing kiss songs at closing. <laughs> Did I do that? I don't remember. No. Oh, you also made us do. We trivia. had trivia a trivia lot. Night. Trivia. Trivia was trivia great. was great until you had somebody you asked, you know, somebody, Hey, who's John Lennon? And they say, Oh, that's the host of the tonight show. That's, That's exact, what makes it great. I was going to bring that exact example up. Uh, but the, the young girl that worked at the She was a huge counter. Britney Spears fan. You're 100% correct there, Iron Maiden. You know... That's where you get screwed. Is like, okay, you got to prioritize. What do I need to do? What What's going to get me in the least amount of trouble tomorrow morning? Really and truly. And then you get yelled at. It's like, oh, well... You know, you left five minutes after you were supposed to. Like thirty minutes is going to break, you know, the bank. But um, it, it's it's just a vicious cycle. Especially, I mean, you know, Alex, you opened up Pandora's box here because day shift versus night shift is a war that just yeah is going to continue forever. Yep. And unfortunately, night shift is treated way worse. <laughs> night shift or the grunts. Night shift's the cleanup crew. Yep. You know, that's just how it and is. It's unfair. And especially if you're in a big, huge building, you know, no manager can come in the next day. If you let an entire from open to close day fall on the closing shift and you didn't hold your day shift accountable for anything, you cannot complain about what the store looks like the next day. And if you want to complain, you need to bring your ass in there and close with them. Yeah. Exactly. 
because that's also when you got your crazy customers come in. Yep. <laughs> they come in. They come in. You close at 10. They're there at 9.55 trying to buy $600 worth of fucking Christmas shit that takes you. <laughs> that easily takes you. Easily. Oh, not. Took me until 11.15 to check them out. I will never forget that uh, shit. The fuck today. You're right. Life. Lists. Lists work. But the lists only work if they're fair and managers follow up on them. You know, you, I know. Mm-hmm. I know if you left a list for a day crew, you're going to go in and, and follow up. There's a lot of managers that won't. A lot of managers will get a surprise visit from their DM in the morning and then try to throw their manager from the night before and their crew from the night before under the bus for the way the store looks. And I'm telling you right now, if there's any district manager or regional manager in all of retail anywhere, that buys that excuse, they have no business being in that position because the first rule of retail management is never throw anybody under the bus. That's the first rule of just being a coworker in general. You don't throw your coworkers under the bus ever. But, unless yeah, but like they serious. do, but they do. I'll never forget. I had, I had a manager that worked for me that when we had a walk, Anything that they were responsible for, they would say, oh, well, I told so-and-so they were supposed to do that. I guess they didn't. Or I told so-and-so to do this, but they didn't do it right. You know you know what that, that says? That says, I'm not taking accountability, and I'm trying to blame it on somebody else. Now, unfortunately, you know, this, this person, you know, could smell what the regional manager had for dinner you know, intimately at that point. So it really wouldn't matter, but bad things happen to bad people. So they found themselves promoted to customer anyway. Promoted to customer. Day shifts are like the, like the after church rush customers wandering aimlessly around being in the way and leaving a trail of destruction behind. I was on night shifts for eight years. Irish connection knows. (laughs) He's lived it. He has nightmares about it. I'm sure it's like that in Ireland. I'm too. sure he wakes up in the middle of the night sometimes, just like in a cold sweat. Because I know I have, where you know I'm out of it, and I still have dreams where I'll wake up. Like when we were talking about one of the episodes, I was talking about the district manager at Jesus's Craft Store. You know that I called Mama that night. I had a dream about that, and I woke up. I was like, Oh my God, I'm back! And it, it, it's retail PTSD is real. It's real. Whew. Sorry. I cannot believe it's like that in Ireland, too. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. And and that's the thing. That's the, the beautiful thing I love about having Irish connection along is because, you know, he tells us what goes on over there. Um, I've inquired about other countries and, you know, some of them are kind of like you're from the United States. We don't want to say anything to you. I mean, there's, it's pretty rude and pretty ugly out there. But I my understanding is also to Irish connection. You guys have a much shorter fuse as far as what you guys will put up with versus here in the States. Like you guys will reach a point where you're like enough's enough. Correct. Uh, pesos, you got anything you want to share on lazy coworkers and an example. I've literally kind of just like rambled for 30 (laughs) minutes of this. It's it's okay. It's okay. Well, I've most of my experiences in super understaffed, stores so i was already used to doing the work by myself 
So whenever yeah. they, I went to other places that had bigger staffs, like uh, I'm not as mad as Alex about. It. I, I'm, yeah, uh, he's wound up tonight, man. I ain't never seen him like. I this. would just, I would just do it. I prefer to just work by myself. I mean, not that everybody has to like work side by side and not share responsibilities, right. but yeah. It, but uh, I yeah, have, just a uh, sorry, sorry. I actually prefer to work by myself too, because like just to be clear on something, because I know I can't fuck myself over. Like if I don't get something done, I want it to be on me. I don't want to have to depend on someone else to set me up for success. Right. All right. Yeah. That's sorry to interrupt you. That's why I didn't like management because I'm one of those. If you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Kind yes, of people. And I'm, I, the same I'm bad at delegating because I want to just do it. Myself. And and you know that's. <laughs> Jeff Pesos, that's that's a huge part of manager burnout right there. That that one statement you made. Because there are managers, I'm guilty of this. I'm sure the fuck today is. I'm sure Irish Connection and Iron Maiden, all of us are. You wind up taking on projects and doing things that you should be delegating because you are of the belief or you understand and know there's no one else there that's going to get it done the way it's supposed to be done in the time right. it needs to be done. And trust me, yep. retail companies know that. I I fully understand that because I did get promoted to supervisor at uh, Wally World. I was actually a supervisor yep. there. And there was just so many times that I would literally just tell my bike, yeah, just, just, just go do that. And I'd just work on something myself and then have to turn around and do their job anyway because they just don't know how to do anything. Right. right? And that's what... That's what made it the worst. And that's why I like when well, my current job, current job requires teamwork. I can't requires it. A lot of team. Well, a lot of team. Yes. Teamwork is important, but I, I think one of the worst things that I, I see and that I've had to deal with is when you get somebody that's in a position of leadership that looks like they're on some kind of mind-altering substance to starts preaching this yay team teamwork you know drink the kool-aid kind of stuff you're in for a world of hurt because nine times out of ten those people are the ones that are easily fooled and everything <laughs> around them collapses and, and let me tell you something i mean this is kind of off tangent from what you're saying from a trust standpoint man i have a hard time trusting people that have drank that much kool-aid that are like oh it's all rainbows and skittles no no it is not it is not it and, is not <laughs> and, and and if you're coming into this like that oh jesus boy here in a few it's going to get you but but yeah i mean you know teamwork is important but you have to have somebody that can actually foster the team, you know, and that goes back to something I've said before, you know, find what your people are good at and let them be good at it. That's, that's the key to teamwork. All right. It's, it's not, you know, you could have a ragtag group of 12 to 13 employees that may suck at everything that you have them doing at that point in time and may institute some feelings amongst that staff that this person's not doing their job and this person isn't doing theirs, when actually, as a manager, you did a piss-poor job because they're not doing the things they need to be doing. It, it still, comes down, it still um, comes down to leadership, even in your position, Alex, to make sure yep. you've got the right person in the right position. It's real easy to write people off and say they suck. So let's say, for instance, and I'm just using you as an example because this is kind of like your your thing. But let's say 
you've worked there X amount of time. They hire somebody because of quote unquote experience and they're paying them more and they suck at the job. Well, first you got to ask what kind of training do they get? And you've got to ask yourself, is this even the right job for them? You know? Well, Steve, just to elaborate on something at my job, if you're a worker there, you're doing one of two things. You're either unloading the freight or you're stacking it up on a forklift. Okay, so <laughs> so at, at your as job, as possible. at your job, do they switch those to see who's better at what, or they just kind of let them go? Uh, nobody wants to do the stacking portion. Oh, I would do that because, because that's like that's like Tetris, and I love Tetris. You know that, Alex? Yes. Oh, the stacking is the best part of unloading the truck. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hey, actually, hilariously enough, Jeff Pesos. When I was first having to learn how to unload a truck and load on the pallets, he he's actually the one that helped teach me how to actually fucking stack some shit. Yeah. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, actually, I, there is I, so I, many people at my current job that don't know how to do that, dude, and they're just like shocked. I, I can take a pallet and just stack I, it. Up I'm like telling a, you right now, if you if if you grew up playing with Legos, Tetris, or Lincoln log Lincoln logs, you've yep. got 75 percent of retail down already. Okay. <laughs> I had an original Game Boy with original Tetris. Well, not original Tetris. Al- Game Boy Alex Tetris. and I played Tetris a while back. We'll just leave that alone. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> we, we we don't, don't talk, talk about that. that. No, but I, I, that goes into how I love the dishwasher, how I pack the car for a vacation. Like, okay, now see, <laughs> but that's yeah. see, see, pesos. We're not talking about dishwashers. I'm really good at stacking pallets in back rooms. <laughs> My wife will tell you I'm terrible at a dishwasher. <laughs> well, and let me tell you why, though, people hate stacking at my job because of the lazy co-worker aspect because you got these people that will unload these trailers and they'll just take and just drop it in front of them and leave and just not even tell them like what door that goes to won't tell them how many there is and they just expect them to take hmm. care of their freight for them and don't even bother <laughs> to try to blow up an airbag for them or try to strap it up for them that's what i do i come in there i don't even have a forklift but i'll just be like hey I got uh, this going here. You think you can stack it up here and let me strap it up or let me blow you up an airbag? But they don't do that. Hey, shit. pesos. Hey, 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 everybody watching. Alex, you keep talking about all this work, this physical work you're doing. You ain't getting bigger. <laughs> we need to see some bulk, son. Come on, man. You see, we need, we, you need to go to the gun show. Come on. Those are 22s, bro. <laughs> 22s <laughs> or Dillinger's. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Dude, be I mean. was just trying to be funny. <laughs> All right, so so listen, guys. Also, a lot of a lot of because I'm just losing. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. Both these gentlemen on tonight are some of the best employees you could ever hope to have. Let, let, I will I will say that. You know, I've got a list of about twenty hourly employees that if I could just magically teleport them to a store that I was going to magically run, um, these two are in that list. Trust me, twenty is not a lot when you look at my career, but but they're there. These 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 guys work hard, and they put up with everybody's bullshit, and they did everything we needed them to do. And it pains me, especially in Alex's case, to hear some of the bullshit he has to put up with because he's better than that, and he deserves better than that. And you know, Alex, I expect you to Venmo me some money for that statement here shortly. But <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I want to elaborate on what the fuck did they said about a list 
want to elaborate on that and why I do not like checklist. For one, all right, pesos. Do you agree with that? Do you, do you want a checklist? Do you want a manager telling you exactly what to do every day? Or do you just already know what needs to be done and you just do it? If, if it's a fluid job or just different tasks all the time, then yeah, give me something where I know your expectations. But if it's the same job every day, then I don't need a list. Yeah, if you're literally doing the same thing every day, literally the exact same thing every day, you shouldn't need a list. The problem is there's other people that do it every day too, and they do need a list. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I know what the fuck today is saying. But me as a <laughs> me as a smart employees, <laughs> I, I, I think they carpets and yelling catch. I, I already they, do that. They plan for the lowest common denominator. They don't they don't write store policy around the smart employees. They write it on, off the lowest and the dumbest person. Wow! So <laughs> that's that's, that's a profound statement right there. <laughs> oh yeah, we was talking about um, needing a list. Um, I was saying that I don't I don't want a list. Like, I just want you to tell me what my basic expectations are, what needs to be done. And if I do the same thing every day. Yeah, but, but, but hold know, up, hold up. I'm going to If do you it. have a decent manager, okay, that you respect, which I know you don't at the moment, in this moment in time. But if you do and they give you a list, as long as that list isn't anything out of the ordinary that you normally wouldn't do, it's kind of your job to follow the list. And if it's the same thing that you do every day. You have to humor them and say, hey, look, you know, I did it. Remember, there's two sides to all of it. Hey, Steve, you remember how you tell me a uh, pull ad? And didn't you love it when I'd say I already did that? Yep. But not everybody's. That's my point. Okay, exactly. but not everybody's me. And not everybody's you. I know. But, um, <laughs> but that's Check this for dum-dums and new people. Yeah. Yeah, it just becomes part of the part of the standard. Yeah, that's that's just all I'm trying to say on that. Hero, what um, do you mean? But do you want others to have a list? Are you asking that question of Alex? The other people, lazy people who you feel like you're doing their job to, like you feel like they should have. A but list but here's the thing: until companies change their policy on letting people get away with stuff, lists aren't going to matter. That's the sad part. You could give every employee a list. Let's say Alex and four other employees get the same list, and Alex is the only one that gets it done. The way these companies are, they're not going to let the other four get fired. There's not. Uh, Steve, you remember the electronics checklist? How it would have my name, my name, my name, my name, yeah. <laughs> like beside almost every one of uh, them. The fuck today. You're correct. It is a way to hold the crap accountable. But is corporate going to back you up? when you take that list to somebody and say, look, they're not doing their job. Chances are 90% of the time, the answer is no. Oh yeah. I'm not going to lie. I had to, I had to jump on Steve for a little bit. I had to be a little bit of a smart ass to him the other day. He takes me the same thing every time before we start up the void. It, and let me tell you, let me void. tell y'all something. If that is I'm Alex like, jumping on somebody. Okay. Oh yeah, no, no, Steve. I like you. I'm not. I'm not going to cut. Irish you out connection that. checklists are usually a bunch of bullet points of dumb mistakes people made in the past. You're correct. That's the check. That's the box that says don't do this again. You're correct. 
Yeah, it's the do not eat the silicone package in a <laughs> box. Oh my god! Yeah, that's right. Or or the or on the pop tarts instruction: remove pastry from pouch. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, that's thing. rough. That's rough. That's a real thing, Steve. Yeah. That is I, a I, real I, thing. Well, it's like the comedian. There was, a, I think it was James Gregory. You know, he was talking about you know talking about the toaster. You know, don't don't use toaster in the bathtub. That means they had to put that on there because somebody did that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, so that, that totally coincides with what Irish Connection says. You know, any warning label that's on something means it was put there because somebody has done that. <laughs> that's a lawyer that put that there. Yeah. Well, they can come take me to jail anytime they want for the mattress tags. <laughs> You're never going to get me, Cobra. <laughs> you know. It's only... <laughs> It's meant to be removed by the owner only, not you'll you'll never take me alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, no, that, that's the only just little bit I wanted to go on about list. Just yeah, in summary, me personally, like once I know what to do, I don't need a list. <laughs> like I already am just gonna do it. I'll just make it part of my routine. Right. That's all I was saying on that. Well. I know this is not really the place for this because it's the place for the angry rants, but for me, I've been super fortunate and since I've <laughs> in my career path um, and just keeping my head down and grinding it out. Like I've, I still work with people now on a, at a different kind of job where I carry the weight of them too. But my managers are very aware of that. And like Steve said, they're, they're in the same position where they can't fire somebody. I just had to, carry a teammate for like six months until they finally built up a good enough case to fire the guy. Right. It happens, man. <laughs> like you just keep grinding. And then that puts me in a good position. It does. And when, when something opens up, I'm the choice. Right. And, and your philosophy in that and, and whether it's a rant or not is correct. You know, lots of times the employees that excel the most are the ones that just put their head down. You know, you put your head yeah. down and you just keep it moving. You keep moving forward. And you keep doing what's asked of you, and good things will come eventually. The problem. And why do we have the retail war zone, Steve? What do you mean? So that way, like, as you're keeping your head down at work and doing the right thing, like Mr. Bezos, it, he's he's in he's in come a, to the war zone, and you can scream yeah, about it but, but, <laughs> with but, zero consequences. But he's in a different industry. And so am I. He, well, I would still work with the same. I mean, lazy coworkers, uh, you don't get. That's gonna from. yeah. That's gonna come. It follows you everywhere. Yeah. Whether, I mean, the job I had after I left retail, I worked in as on an armored truck for years, and it's, you work with the same people. People like Irish Connection said earlier about it's meant to be a temporary job. The you work with those people that think of it as a temporary job. Right. They have a temporary job mindset, and they don't care. They're like, if I get fired or if I get fed up, I'm just gonna quit because people don't really care. The good guys are the ones that don't have other options. Right. You just got to grind it out, keep the job. Correct. And hope you get something. Right. Uh, Defuck Today says, let's put it like this. Lists cover my ass when my boss comes. I delegate and assign, and when stuff isn't done, I have my proof of the assignment. Yes, that's true. That is 100% true. But, but, depending on who your boss is, they may come back and say something like, well, did you adequately train them to do these things? You're going to say yes, because you know you did. And they're going to be like, can you prove it? 
Trust me. If your boss wants to find a way to make it your fucking fault, they're going to. Oh yeah. List or list list or not. So why didn't you follow up before the end of the show? Right. So yes, in the good old days, list would protect everyone. Not in the day and age we live in now. Nope. HR used to protect people too. I mean, I would honestly think at this point in time, judging by things I've seen and and whatnot, that the good employees are have as much of a target on them as the bad employees. I can't prove I trained someone to throw trash away. Someone, you laugh with your angry typing, all right? You realize that I'm sure some somewhere that excuse has been used and somebody was given another chance. Promise you. I needed training to know where to throw trash away. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I'm going to use that. Life hack. Don't use cursive on your list. (laughs) Good point. Nobody's going to be able to read it. All right. Oh, my God. All right. So, everybody. So, we're sitting in the hour 13. Uh, One little thing I want to say here before we get out of here. To you guys that watch continuously, we appreciate it. And I know sometimes we're pretty entertaining and sometimes we get, you know, off the chain, kind of like Alex did tonight. And we, and we can get pretty foul and we can have some pretty foul language, but Hey, we're keeping it real here. This, you know, that's a, I've, I've that's the reason to, I've been needing to get yeah, that. Off that my that's the reason if you go look at our YouTube, like classification, it says it's not made for kids cause it sure as hell isn't. However, <laughs> once again, I want to make a plea for hourly associates. Okay. You know, we have a good core group of, of experienced managers that float around, you know, within the war zone that can offer support and helpful advice to people. You know, all of us are on the same page. All of us, we, we understand the good and the bad and, and we know the politics and the bullshit that go along with it. And, and I think combined the group of us could come up with answers to help people, but The one thing that, you know, everybody needs to understand is, you know, retail associates as a whole are getting shit on left and right. And I'm talking about the good ones. Okay. Yeah. We know there's the lazy ones or whatnot. And I want this to be a place to where we can help those folks get through their issues or whatnot on the job. And look, none of us are going to say that retail is a great place to work because it sucks. I think we all agree with that. But there's nothing else out there that advocates for the benefit and the well-being of your average retail employee anywhere out there. Trust me, I've looked. And I think us managers who have unplugged from the matrix and we don't drink the Kool-Aid anymore, and we understand what a struggle it is, we can be an asset to folks coming up in the ranks that maybe lead some advice or maybe need some help or maybe need somewhere just to go off. And that's really what I'm wanting us to do. So to each of you out there, you know, in the management field, if you know associates that have stories to tell or, or they want, they want to talk, they've got issues or whatnot, send them our way. I'm dead serious about, you know, we've heard from managers for a minute 
and every bit of it's been great, man. I mean, I, I, some of our best rated episodes have been having the managers on or whatnot, but we need to start getting some in the trenches, hourly folk talking about the bullshit they got to put up with. So my plea to everyone out there is if you have people that are stuck and you have people that have stories to tell, send them our way. And as everybody knows, it's been on the show. You get a little nice little picture like Jeff Pesos here. We're not going to tell him your name and you get the ability to say what you need to say. And, and if you don't even want to come on, if you don't want to be right. part of the actual show and just send us like just a true mail, but, but, something on but our Alex, subreddit. hold up a second. Let's see. That's why I'm mad. You didn't watch the trailer when I sent it to you. <laughs> this is where we mean to be different. Okay. We're not going to be these guys. Now we'll do it. If you want us to, we don't want to be the guys that, Oh, so-and-so sent me this message and I'm going to read it. And I'm going to put this in my thumbnail and I'm going to hope that this episode explodes. That's not who we are. <laughs> I want this to be a place where you can come tell your story. You can tell your story in your own words and you can have a place to blow stuff off your chest that you need to. So if you want us to read it out, we'll, we'll do that. I mean, that's fine. I've got no problem with that, but you know, I know that Alex and I get a great deal of satisfaction of ranting and raving about things that really grind our gears just as, uh, you know, our guests have, we want to extend that offer to anybody that needs it. We can do some great things with the channel and we're going to Alex and I are going to continue to do what we do. I mean, it's trust me. And you know, we're going to come up with, we've got all sorts of crazy stuff coming up for episodes and whatnot, but I really want this to be a place where people can come and speak their mind. You know, if, if somebody has, I don't care if you've been assaulted, I don't care if you've been mistreated, you know, whatever story you have that you feel like you need to get off your chest. If, if we need to put you here in the center of the screen anonymously and give you an hour to say what you need to say, we'll do it. Oh, we're down. We'll do it. (laughs) We are down. So, you know, there, there's a lot of good things coming. So, I mean, you know, there's a bright future for what we're doing. Uh, I can promise you that there is nothing else out there like what we are doing. We have a nice little group of people that, that continuously contribute every week. And I love every one of you. All right. There are some great people that participate in these chats and whatnot. And you are the core group of what started this. But remember what the last trailer said. This is your channel. Irish Connection, you are 100% correct. This is like retail AA, therapeutic and likely to have positive change in the long term for lots of people with some funny and sad stories in between. Exactly. And that's the reason I started this. But, you know, I sit here every single day emailing people, trying to find out where I can put it. Who else can I talk to? Who else can I put it in front of? I put just as much work into this as I did when I was in retail. But the difference is I'm passionate about this and I like it. And I know that it's meaningful and eventually the work will pay off. But what's, Mm -hmm. what's to say, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. So Mm -hmm. that's, you know, we're the village. We're not the resident evil village though. Thank God. No, no, you know, my, my wife and I had a T cell conversation 
yesterday because of stuff we were reading. We got all Resident Evil and whatnot. So, but no. So send people. Let people know what we do. And I've got no problem sitting here and muting mine and Alex's mic to let somebody sit here for an hour and go off. I'll do it. And if any of you out there right now that, that watch us continuously, if you want to come on and you need an hour to vent, let me know. You got it. The time don't cost us anything. So, um, Mr. Pesos, do you have anything that you would like to add in closing, sir? Uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys having on, having me on. I really like what you guys do. I'm here twice a week listening, watching, being in the chat. And I like, uh, I don't even know anybody else in the chat besides you two guys. And I feel like I know everybody because we're all <laughs> from the same, <laughs> it's the same world, bro. Uh, same world. Yeah. We've, we've all been created in the same fires of the same hell. <laughs> nice. So that's a beautiful quote. The, <laughs> we're all family in that way. Like, and we all are the type of people like you were saying earlier like we're not the people that we're complaining about the people that are here are the, the like-minded people correct and yeah, it literally feels like we're in the break room <laughs> well and it's like people like this podcast is like what for other people like working with steve was for me like every our smoke breaks were like many five minute sessions of this podcast where he was <laughs> he was like morpheus and it was his mission to like unplug the good people from the see, matrix see see and, I, I and did, that's what, time out i did not pay this, this guy to say this i just want y'all to know that <laughs> no but you were you were saying that earlier about how you and other managers like you are unplugged from the matrix but morpheus's whole point was his whole mission was to Show other people the truth. You know, that point is valid because I actually posted that on Reddit, like some random thought is like when you unplug and you quit drinking the Kool-Aid, you get to see the real world. And that's why the people that are all rah, rah, go team, you know, teamwork, you know, make you nauseous because you've unplugged and you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, Irish Connection, I know you say it's like retail AA. This is almost kind of like the re- unplugging from the retail simulation because until you fully unplug from it, you don't see it for what it really is. You get glimpses of it while you're in, but when you <laughs> when you finally pull the plug, it's over. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because once you because that plug was pulled for me before my last big job and it made that last job that much more terrible because now you see the world for what it really is. And it's like, Oh, this is God awful. So yeah, it's like the matrix. Alex, what you got, buddy? Thank you, Steve, for letting me (laughs) finally let that off my chest. I've been trying to get that off my chest and I'll just have each and every one of you know that I first started working I used to didn't say a single cuss word. No, he didn't. <laughs> like, this is what retail did to Alex. Most... Yep, the shameless plug. Guys <clears throat> like watching video games. <laughs> Follow my YouTube at addicts2993. Follow my twitch.tv at addicts2993. And follow my TikTok at addicts2993. <laughs> nice. So, uh, next retail war zone. Not real sure what we're going to do yet. 
get us some people that have stories that want to come on or if they just want to email us our stories all our contact information is in the description of the video and everybody have a wonderful night and we will see you next time